Listen and stream the only talk radio, Freedom 106.5, for the only talk that matter. And as we continue along our discussion, so we switch gears a bit and uh, move along our focus to agribusiness innovation with uh, Jody White. So we're standing by to join with Jody for our program today. And of course, reminding our listeners along the way, you can interact with us as well. 627-3223-625-2257 and your messages on WhatsApp 306-1065. So today we'll be speaking about agribusiness and with development of Tobago. So, of course, we join with Jody White. He's no stranger to us. He's been here with us for quite some time. Uh, so we welcome Jody to the program today. Of course, he's a national awardee in agriculture, a value chain specialist with the emphasis on agro-processing. He's the MD, Managing Director of Palm Maroon Products Limited, also an executive member of the Caribbean Supermarkets Association, working as a value chain consultant across the region. Good morning, Jody. How are you today? Good morning, Govin. Good morning to our listeners. Welcome to another edition of Agri-Business Innovation. And today we'd like to thank Massey Machinery for being a part of today's show. Massey Machinery is a lead supplier of products and services in the construction, marine and energy, industrial and commercial, automotive and industrial sectors of Trinidad and Tobago since 1928. So, if you have a project and you need to get some reliable machinery guaranteed to get the job done, you need to reach out to Massey Machinery. So, Govin, as we get into the program, we have something that's really exciting. We're going to be speaking with an expert in Tobago, somebody who has been making advancements in the field, getting Tobago's agri-sector up and running and advancing. We have Mr. Dionisio Salazar of TADCO, Tobago Agribusiness Development Corporation. Mr. Salazar, welcome to Freedom 106.5 FM. We're glad to have you here with us today. Thank you for that introduction. Good morning, Mr. White. It's a pleasure meeting with you again. And um, good morning to the listening ship of Freedom 106.5 FM. So, you know, Mr. Salazar, introduce yourself to the population. Who are you? Give us some professional background. Okay, so... Um, well, I'm Dionisio Salazar's name. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Tobago Agribusiness Development Company Limited, TADCO. We're located in Shore Park, Tobago. <clears throat> TADCO is a diverse entity. I will share with you briefly our vision and mission. Um, our mission, vision, sorry, says the company is the acknowledged leader of the agribusiness sector in a highly food secure Tobago and is a significant exporter of a recognized eco-food brand of Tobago food products. The vision, sorry, the mission to maximize the utilization of Tobago's agricultural assets to increase the island's food security and export earnings through public-private partnerships, utilization of cutting technology and effective value chain management. So that is our mandate, effectively. And for me, coming from the experience financial sector uh one with the adb as well for a period of time i have always been interested in the in the sector i've always found the sector to be under funded underutilized we have not played enough on the sector and in today's environment we look at what's happening with, with the supply chain globally as it relates to food 
and with respect to foreign exchange in our economies holistically we're realizing more and more we have resources that are underutilized and can be better put to production and here in tobago i think the population size and the environment is ideal for pilot projects and taco which was formed in 2020 through an amalgamation of three entities state entities has the opportunity to really show and lead the way in the sector to my to my understanding why because we have under our purview the assets that make for the food security mandate in terms of cold storage and dry storage we have commercial rental if you've ever heard about long line fishing we we have a vessel called the capital of paradise one which does fishing it's it goes for tuna yellowfin tuna as a matter of fact it came in on sunday gone there we were able to have our largest catch if you were to visit our page we'd have had in excess of 100 pieces of tuna caught each one weighing well in excess of 100 pounds and we had some bycatch or bycatch came up and went within hours by lunchtime yesterday all the all the bycatch will have gone and so we are not we are not um how should i say we are not adverse or we are very diverse rather in what we do at this point in time we've also launched as of september 2022 our poultry contract farming initiative on the island it is a socio-economic program to bolster and encourage young agro entrepreneurs on the island in the con context of the poultry and develop the poultry contract farming sector on the island we've also engage primary producers so at tatco we also have a processing facility so we are contracting primary producers and we take their produce and put it through our added value process which can be used for, for input so for example we produce cassava mash which can be used as input for for alternative products for example we sell cassava bread and there are two versions of that a composite and a crackery we also sell a cassava fruit cake i don't know if you ever came to the big one tasted that it is it is beyond this world well you know mind. i came to bago <laughs> a couple times for this year and i saw a few things i saw cassava kurma i saw cassava fruit cake i saw cassava uh waffle mix are these products of tadco or are these products of entrepreneurs who do it with tadco right so it's private labeling for the most part so what's happening is that we are we are basically providing the inputs given that space for the for the for the agro entrepreneurs and we then find the market and work with them to, to develop the markets and it's under the tadco label so to your point we have the plantain pancake mix we have the cassava waffle mix we have the breadfruit waffle mix we have the sweet potato waffle mix these are innovative products they're from root crops they're, they're alternative forms of flour and we are we are expanding those things as we go along now we are offering the local meats in particular poultry which is the cheapest source of protein we have now this poultry project which allows us to bring the cost of of um poultry comparative to trinidad so we don't have to face these high prices 
also to assist with reducing our, our import because you know we still import chicken to a, to a larger perspective i can share that over 44 million birds were produced and consumed in Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago consumes between 8 and 10 percent of that of that of that production and that's a 2022 alone and i think the the, the poultry project is after is after building the sector will 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 allow for the food security on the island as well as potentially help in supplying back to trinidad any excess that we may have because of course you know tobago is a smaller size population and with the entrepreneurship it then moves away the demand on the on the THA for employment opportunities because now we have this entrepreneurship program that drives and is supported by key stakeholders such as the ADB. Um, we also have Kariri on board with us, we have Namdefco, we have a lot of the key stakeholders that we've partnered with to develop the sector on the island holistically. It's not just in one aspect of it, but we have looked at the gambit and we are mandated by the gambit. So you would find that, as I said before, primary producers, agro-processors, so that added value component is there. We have the foreign exchange coming through the capital of paradise with our elephant tuna exports, and we are engaged in the poultry. So <clears throat> those are some key areas where we are focused on at this point in time, and those are areas are being developed. We are also working with the Caribbean Poultry Association and the major feed suppliers and poultry suppliers in Trinidad are supporting the initiative and this is excellent so there's a collaboration between Trinidad and Tobago that cannot be discounted and is really helping in developing the sector we've also engaged consultants from, from Trinidad to help us in developing the primary producers in terms of the the farmers so we've had several workshops in 2022 and we will be launching our workshops soon for 2023 now, I hear a lot of things happening in Tobago, and I'm glad for that. I want to tell you something. Last year, when I was on one of the projects that I did, I was in St. Vincent, and I was at the hotel, and as part of research for that project, we spoke to the tourists that were there, and we asked the tourists in St. Vincent, this menu is Americanized. We're seeing things like Alfredo and all these things, but I've seen regular potato, but I'm not seeing cassava, yam, these things on the menu. I want to know from you, when I went to Tobago, I didn't see a lot of local things on the menu. What can we do to get hotels in Tobago on board supporting Tadco with some of the products that you guys are making to say, hey, you all have tourists coming in. Let's get some planting things on your menu coming through Tadco. What do you think could be done to help that? So we have been collaborating with the tourism sector in, in working out a, a direction forward as it relates to getting the products, the local products infused into their menus. Um, the challenges really for us is consistency of supply. Of course, we're looking for reliability because we, we, we're benchmarking on the international standards. So we want traceability. We want that, that ability to be able to say if God forbid something goes wrong, we can we can source it. So that's why we partnered with Namdefco towards towards this end. Because we want to build the farmers in their capacity. So everything that we're doing is is in a development context, as you realize. It's Tobago Agribusiness Development Company. So we're holistic in our approach. We're not just focused on 
on the financial arm of it, but we're focused on how to make sure that you meet the standards that are best practice globally. Because Tobago may not be competitive, but we can be comparative. So what we are seeking to do is ensure that our standards are at that global level so that we can penetrate and hone markets, not just penetrate them and then it's because they fall off because they didn't have, have certain criteria in place. We are understanding in today's environment the need for the chemicals and the type of chemicals used in the, in the, as inputs, for example. So we're looking at that. There's, there's also climate change factors that we are looking into. There are environmental factors that we're looking into. As a matter of fact, TACO is looking into um, becoming ESG. We're also looking at applying that, that environmental social governance um, not expanding the corporate social responsibility, but you know, building that capacity on the island as well as in Trinidad Tobago and then regionally. We are regional because of the vessel. We actually take bait out of St. Vincent. So we leave Trinidad, or our vessel is docked in Trinidad in Chagaramas. It goes to, to St. Vincent for bait. So we are actually looking at building some capacity there as well in terms of. Because when we go up, we basically go empty. So we're looking at the possibility of taking some products out of Trinidad or rather to be. And bring back, of course, our, our fish when we come back in because our vessel goes as far as Brazil, off the coast of Brazil, Suriname, and those places, Ghana, in order to hunt the, um, the elephant tuna. So holistically we're involved and we're also looking at developing the fishing sector on the island because that's another dimension that needs to be addressed um there's also opportunities in the sector for example um in the poultry sector right now we've reached the capacity for them but our slaughter process in terms of a cottage processing facility is a requirement and so we want to make sure that we've, we've, we're able to develop a proper cottage processing facility at this point in time. We've been, brought the farmers to an understanding of the scientific approach to rearing broiler chicks. And so they're, they're, they're building that capacity as well. We've had success in the, in, the, in the project so far, starting from 500 birds fortnightly to now approximately four to 5,000 birds weekly coming in on the island and average three to four thousand birds being slaughtered as a matter of fact we have slaughter operations ongoing since last week so it's almost on a daily basis now so we've reached that level of capacity but our, our up the, the the poultry sector still requires some significant development so that's why we we partnered with the caribbean poultry association we have hosted workshops in december 2022 for, for slaughter operations in terms of cottage processing, that's what we call it. And we also talked about management of the of the of the, of the pens and the birds and how it's supposed to be undertaken. But that has to now translate into us looking at where the, the gaps are still and, and and build those capacities in collaboration with possibly as mentioned in the in the in the in the mission vision that we are to partner with private sector so that there are opportunities for us to 
look at partnerships now to help build the sector and take it to the next level because despite us being a, a state agency we are not going to engage fully in the sector we want to create the opportunity create the enabling environment and allow for the, for the private sector to now take it forward i think private sector has a role to play at least the board also supports that initiative that the, there's, there's a role for private sector to play in the development of agriculture in tobago as well as trinidad and we see that our model could be something that we could emulate not only here in trinidad and tobago but also in the region mr salazar we get into some interesting things there right now we're going to go to a quick commercial break and when we get back we get into this a little bit more is streaming at freedom106.5.com. So we continue on with our discussion, uh, Agribusiness Innovation with Jody White and our very special guest today, Jody. So I want to tell you all some facts about Tobago that you may or may not know. So first of all, uh, the Tobago Cocoa Estate was the winner of the Silver Award at the 2019 International Chocolate Awards for its Laura Dark Milk Chocolate Bar. So that's one of the things. Tobago is also known as the origin of the Robinson Crusoe and Treasure Island being the setting for the movie Swiss Family Robinson. So, you know, Tobago is, is known for so many things. And uh, Mr. Salazar, we're hearing about people getting into business in Tobago in agro-processing. You're finding more younger people or you're finding is older people getting into this thing? We we have a nice blend to be honest. Um so Paco is 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 as I said really focused on getting young persons involved in the sector. And I'm I'm glad you mentioned about the chocolatier. So one of the things that we have under our purview, or I should say is new is a, is, a, is the newest tourism product, agro tourism product, because it's part of a, a cocoa estate. Is the Le Great River Cocoa Experience. And that product comes out of the Main Ridge area under Goldsboro. If you're familiar with Goldsboro, when you're heading, if you're heading to Charleville, you have to pass through Goldsboro. And it's in nestled in a very pristine environment. It's 150 acres. It's a Cocoa being rehabilitated at this point in time, it has some historical aspects of it as it relates to a water wheel and other sites on it. There, there's it's, there's a, a twin waterfall there. There is a, a river passing through the estate. So you can do camping and those things. This falls under our purview as well. And what we've done, we've partnered with a chocolatier here in Lambo, who we also work closely so any tours that we have into the area because the cocoa estate is being rehabilitated of course there's not much that can be done at this juncture but there is a plan in the rehabilitation of the estate and so we are, we are promoting that as well we're also charged with the responsibility of the shore park food hub which is opposite the shore park cultural complex for those of you who know tobago and that food hub is another agro-tourism space and also allows for our products to be infused. We recently held, if you were to visit our Facebook page, you would have seen, we would have held a competition, Men Can Cook. It was a one-day event, well-attended. Um, 
well, well, well taken. Well, well, it was a lot of in, ingenuity and innovativeness coming out of that. Men can cook, as a matter of fact. The drinks, they, they were asked to present a non-alcoholic and an alcoholic beverage. There was a cassava drink presented from the winner. Tasted like Bailey's or the equivalent of Bailey's. Excellent um, food that was served. And it showed that there's a lot of culinary innovation in Tobago. And what, what the events sought to do is highlight the indigenous culinary experience that one could have in Tobago. And in June, we are actually working with um with the fisheries division here on the island. As you know, the landfish is, a, is an invasive species. And there's going to be a, a whole campaign coming up through the same Shore Park Food Hub to promote and to, 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 to start a transition the society towards utilizing this invasive species. Of course, it does take some some requirements in terms of preparation of them because you know the landfish is, is a special way in which you have to prepare it, in which you have to when you catch it and all those things, yeah, there's a lot of precautions that has to be taken. So so it's it's been we're gonna create a public awareness program towards it. And hopefully we can use that program or our, our objective is to use that program again to our earlier part of the conversation with respect to the tourism product because we have to use the resources that are available to us, right? And so if we utilize the the fish as one that that invasive species as, as part of our culinary experience here on the island with the in collaboration with the hotels and the restaurants, it is something that we can explore. And so we're we're working towards developing that program in the month of June. At the Shore Park Food Hub, we have something called a Fish Friday, right? And it's the last Friday in every month. It has been, the first one was the use of the crew of the Capital Paradise where they did a nice fish broth. And last Friday, well, the last month, sorry, the last Friday of the last month was a very interesting experience and it was shared on social media where we had vendors who are participating at the food up come out and present their 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 unique dishes and again more explosion of culinary experiences and we are looking and utilizing this as another media to help build the agro processors build entrepreneurship in the space of the agricultural sector and in terms of innovation, we are seeing that in, in, in Tobago's culinary experience. Um, so we hope that like the men can cook on these Fish Friday events will allow us to find creators of new products that can be introduced. So we have a lot of local winemakers in that space. Um, for example, I will share with you, there's this gentleman who presented in one of our events at the Shore Park Food Hub, a rum punch made from passion fruit, lime juice, and rum. And it was out of this world, the experience. <laughs> you know, I, I, when, I came, when I came to Tobago, I did two things that I have to say I, I really enjoyed. Uh, and I don't know how long these have been around, but when I went to the nylon pool, we stopped at No Moth. 
there were a lot of guys who were roasting breadfruit and all these local ground provisions and you could get it with seafood that's caught right there. And I think that is a culinary innovation that is really going to get tourists happy. And then at another time, I had dinner at a, a restaurant right at the start of Pigeon Point. It isn't anything fancy. And they had lobster overlooking the sea. And these things weren't expensive. You know, you, sometimes you think about these experiences and you think that it's it's out of pocket. But they weren't expensive. They were very, very affordable. And it was admirable to see this level of innovation coming from locals using local foods. You know, you catch it today and you grill it two hours later. So I'm happy to see that. I, I'm glad you experienced that because um, it is also done in different parts of the island, similar to that. Uh, I can share the experience in Charlottesville and Pirates Bay that I had over the Easter weekend. Um, excellent. Same scenario. Person preparing the meal right there. Um, far side. And, and, and it was really, truly unique. And But I want, I would like to see, that's what I should say. And, and this is where Taco fits in, in that we are now, you know, long time people used to say they come in Tobago for the culinary experience in terms of the crab and dumpling thing. And, and, they, and they move away from these quick service restaurants. That's what we're trying to build back here to Tatku. So we bring we bring what Tobago has to offer to you. Whether you're a domestic traveler or a foreign traveler, we want you to have that experience here. And Tatku, through its innovation and the products, allow for the agroprocessors to spend more time focused on their on their product innovation and, the, and, the, and development of the product rather than spending time preparing to, to build the product. So the, the cassava mash shortens or makes it more efficient and effective for them to produce, for example, the cassava bread and the cassava fruit cake. Because now they don't have to go through the process of making the mash before they make the actual product. That whole process is shortened. So Tatko's objective, or one of the objectives, is to help the agro-processors in efficiently executing their mandate or their objective of 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 their product getting their product to market in a short time frame with high quality that's why we've partnered for example with career for the product testing and, and the shelf life and all the aspects that will allow for the product to have the opportunity for export beyond Trinidad and Tobago. You know, let, let me tell you this agribusiness innovation that's happening in Tobago. Eh? I went up down by Pirates Bay and uh, I went to a small side of the road restaurant. This old fish there, it was just at the jetty. And the woman looked at us and said, you know, my husband has a boat. You want to take a ride out while I organize this fish? He just catch fish. So we bought fish for lunch and she added in a service where he took us on his fishing boat along the coast taking us to some of the private beaches there's a pink sand beach in tobago if you all don't know they call it lovers yes lovers yes. day <laughs> yeah Glad you experienced so, that. <laughs> so this is the agribusiness innovation that we've seen coming out of tobago from regular people and it's exciting to see that people thinking of this and tobago developing beyond crab and dumpling now, i love crab and dumpling but i've seen as people taking it a step further and doing more things now correct correct so so one of the objectives with the, the bycatch, for example, they are, have you ever tasted smoked fish from Tobago? I did. There's an entrepreneur who brought it to Trinidad in a vacuum sealed bag, and I was amazed because that's not something you even get down here, usually. Correct. 
Correct. And that's one of the products that we retail. And what we've done is the bycatch from the capital of paradise allows us to su supply that producer with fish for the for the creation of this product. So it it and and we're trying to be competitive or comparative, as I said before, with the pricing so that he can he can have inputs consistently at a preferred price or at a price that 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 makes his business viable. Notwithstanding the fact that we are buying it through him because we've created the arrangement under the TACO label, he will sell his his product and we are promoting it. And that's our next objective to bring that product to Trinidad. So we're talking about, I know he has smoked fish. He has fish ham. Correct. He has a few fish products as well. So I'm glad to know that you guys are part of that whole process for, for development. Yes, yes, yes. And, and uh, well, Tobago's a... Uh, uh, a pork society as well, eh? And you'd be amazed at some of the things that are done with pork here. I, I, I mean, yes, we know Trinidad already crispy spin pork and those other aspects of it. There's some smoked, smoked ham. It, I mean, it's, it's unique in its flavor. It's it's unique in how it's prepared. It is it is very, I mean, so indigenous that how it's done, right? And if you've ever been to a harvest in Tobago, you'd understand how. Tobagoians adore pork. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, we're going to get into something interesting here. We have a commercial break we need to get to, and when we come back sure. in, I want to get on this topic a little bit more. Talk is streaming at freedom106.5.com. Jody, so we were getting into some very delicious and mouth-watering topics, and, you know, I'm kind of stuck in studio. I'm thinking I should try to hop over to Tobago as soon as possible. I think so. You know, here, are, here are a few more facts about Tobago. Eh? The Main Ridge Forest Reserve is on record as being the oldest legally protected forest reserve geared towards conservation. Second thing is Tobago has one of the highest density of birds for people who are interested in bird watching. And finally, some people regard the nylon pool as being the original fountain of youth. Amazing. So, Mr. Salazar, what I want to ask is, what would you say to people who say, listen, Tobago doesn't have enough square footage to get into major agriculture? What's your response to that? No, that is, that is not true. What we have to do is we have to employ technology, which is also, as I would have mentioned earlier, is one of the aspects of attracting youth to the sector. So we would find ourselves in, in a space where we do have space, but there are technologies that can be that can be utilized. So we are looking into that to to, to, to help build the sector. We are working seriously towards that. Um, so all the reasons why we have these key stakeholders as partners and, and working with them collaboratively to develop the sector on the island. More importantly, as I would have mentioned earlier, is an opportunity for us to use Tobago as a nice pilot projects testing ground for these for these technologies and then bring them to trinidad because it's a small population as i said before it's everything is nicely compact that we can utilize tobago as a proper space for testing almost anything in the agricultural sector what i would like to do though if i could bring back so i want to just touch back on the the lure cocoa experience that experience also we want to bring the culinary the same sort of culinary experience that you said the experience in, in Buko and, and by No Man's Land and up in Charleville. We want to bring that into that space as well with the river line because there's a river line aspect of it. We want to 
highlight the the waterfall you go up there you take that walk it's it's off the grid you can't even get cell phone connection so we want to highlight that too um so it's an agro-tourism product project as i said before when once the estate is fully rehabilitated the production capacity of the estate will then translate into um chocolate activities we would also be ex expanding it for camping we want to invite trinidadians to come up and, and and take the experience up there we want to invite you to the to the to the, to, to the show park food up there to try out some of the innovative culinary experiences we want to also highlight that through tatco that public private partnership aspect of it we are willing to talk to any investor who's willing whether it's in trinidad or in tobago to come to us and, and let's have a conversation because we do that private sector needs to play a role we are open to discussions because there are significant opportunities here so if you're thinking that there, there is there's limitations there aren't there aren't any limitations we are prepared to work with with, with private sector to develop the sector on the island engage in, in in pilot projects partner with them we are a development company so in the in the context of development we have to work towards exactly what you asked there overcoming hurdles such as whatever limitation might be might be presented youths in agriculture is is is, is very difficult to find but it's not impossible i'll share with you the 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 4-H and TATCO has partnered so that we have agriculture programs through the schools. So we, we want to encourage them from the secondary school level. We're also looking at collaborations at the lower levels in terms of the primary schools now. So those are initiatives that we're working with. Our, our alignment also allows us to partner with the school feeding program. So you find a lot of the local produce and products will be going into the program so the, the chicken the fish the the products that, that we, we retail we're seeking and, and working collaboratively to get those pro, those, those products and, and into the into the school feeding program so that we change the 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 the, the palette of the of the locals because one of the things or one of the difficulties is the transition from the foreign products and we have to navigate that and, and and start now and start with the youths and start with the young ones and that, those are some of the initiatives that we are working towards so there's ample opportunity for for tobago and this growth in the sector mr salazar i want to get into a few more things we have one more commercial break and sure. when we get back we'll get in depth a little bit more on those is streaming at freedom106.5.com And we're back, Freedom 106.5 FM Agribusiness Innovation brought to you by Massey Machinery Limited. Be sure to give them a call today, 665-5555 or you could visit their showroom, take a look at all the products that they have available at the corner of Bilger Road and Uriah Butler Highway in Shagonas. Jody, we're back. Yes, yeah, so you know, I want to open the phone lines up because we're coming down to the end of the show. Numbers are 627 3223 625 2257, or you can WhatsApp us at 306 1065. Let us know Tobago is, is having so many developments with the new fishing vessel, the poultry, the agro processors, 
so many things, the tourism products. Let us know if you think Tobago is on the right track and if there's anything else you'd like to see. Definitely. So Mr. Salazar, getting into this, you're finding Tobagonians reaching for products like these on the shelves when you put them out? Yes, um, especially right now we have a, the, the poultry contract farming initiative that we've engaged now. As I said, Tartu is very diverse. We also have an animal feed depot. So we, we sell animal feed, but the poultry contract farming initiative, we provide the birds, the chicks, and the feed, the, the chicks, sorry, the chicks, the feed and the medication. And then we take them back from the farmers after the slaughter process, and we house them here in our cold storage facility, and which our cold storage facilities also are, are rental. So if persons are looking to cold storage space for rental, we have the facility. And we also have dry storage facility for rental as well as for commercial opportunities. And that whole program, that was the sidebar by the way. And this, the whole program is towards having the availability consistent at quality in poultry meat, which is for retail. So we have whole birds, we have parts. So we have a sale and people coming right now for that, for that, for that product. Yesterday, the fish came up from the, from the, from the, 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 the the bycatch from the um from the from the vessel and that went as i said before by 11 o'clock in the day basically we had no fish available again fish had gone we posted it on our social media the night before and by 11 o'clock it was all out so there is a demand for our products right or of our breads uh retail through through the island in terms of different um supermarkets as well as through our we have a, a general store here that that goes it comes in on a Thursday average and on Friday morning we basically have no bread um the cake there's also retail similar manner the, the cassava fruit cake the cassava kurma then we have um the cassava mash which is sold to agroprocessors mostly and so any any persons who are interested in 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 the product as well so we do have a, 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 a turnover that, that, that is acceptable and could be improved upon. Uh, it's really based on, as I said, one of our challenges is that consistency because the, the last quarter of the year, the, the, the amount of rains that came in would have affected supplies from the primary producers to the farmers. So those farmers would have been affected severely by the rains because then the crops would have either been compromised or not being able to yield the value, the, mm. the, the expected rates. So we, 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 we've had some challenges, but we're hoping to overcome them in 2023 here. We're working closely to, towards, towards those programs. And, and that's why the, the workshops are important. The workshops that we held last year would have helped. Would have helped. And these workshops that we're planning for 2023 will also help as well. And as I said before, we're open to public-private partnerships so that, so that we can help build the sector because there are opportunities there are persons who are seeking to to evolve to the next level especially for the export opportunities we've had export tt come to tobago through tatco in a collaboration to to, to speak with our agro-processors about the opportunities for export and so those those initiatives are panning out for us in 2023 so far we've had expressed interest in in a, in a number of areas there are some persons who are asking about product innovation again, where they have new products that they would like to introduce to the market. Of course, we go through the due diligence because, of course, 
food security and food safety is something paramount to us. Um, so we don't want to put something out there that, that compromises anybody in any way or compromises the brand tactic. Actually, just reminding me, I forgot I actually did one of those trainings for Exportiti in Tobago maybe about three or four years ago where mm-hmm. we flew in and we actually had a, a training session with some people on this topic. So yeah, actually, Tobago making some good advancements. So if I come to Tobago and I want to try this this breadfruit products or breadfruit cereal because there's a there's a dashing cereal I think I saw there too. Where That's can correct. we find these things when we come to Tobago? Right here, Taco. Mostly, the, the the different alternative flour mixes are, are, are controlled through us. Mostly, we have very limited um, groceries that we that we retail it through at this point in time. But it is being expanded because we are, as I said before, the 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 consistency and the quantities. Because remember, these flour products take time to to manufacture. They require significant inputs. So there are challenges that we are working through. Since the launch of these products last year, actually, these products were launched last year, and they're teething challenges that we're, we're really trying to overcome to ensure a consistent supply of the product. Yeah, I mean, agriculture business takes time because, I mean, coming from the floods, you have to wait another nine months before you could get crops back coming up. So it's it's a process, of course, but I think Tobago will get it right. And, and the progress that has been made with products, packaging, distribution, even getting some hypes up has been phenomenal. So I think you're doing a good job, Mr. Salazar. And I'm Thank really so looking kind. forward I'm really looking forward to seeing the further advancements that come out of Tobago. Uh, we're coming to the end of the program. Do you have any closing words for us, some details as to if somebody wants to contact Tadco, how they could con- contact Tadco to start some discussions or even find some products? Sure. Um, I, would, I would want you to first contact our business development manager and the extension there, the number there is 639-4017, extension 1001. You can also contact the Secretariat, 639-4017, extension 1017. And we can start from there, start any conversation on anything that you want to, you want to pursue in the remit that Tatko has. And we'll be very open to conversations with primary producers, with agro-processors, with persons in desires of investing in the, in, in, in the agricultural sector, and persons who wish to, to provide their services as well, because we are looking for persons who can assist the, the, the primary producers, the agro-processors, and even contribute towards the sector in an indirect manner. So for example, if you feel that you have a service that the sector should have. We're willing to have a conversation with you. Govin, you know, I think we need to ask our boss if on one of the future programs we can host it from Tobago while we try some of these lovely Tobago products. What do you think? I, I agree and 106%. Def- <laughs> definitely that can happen. That can happen because um, we can have it. We can host it from right here on Tadco's compound. We can host yes. it from our shore park food facility. And we can also consider the law as a, as a, as an option where it's nice and green. The only problem is they might have to walk with your own transmission. Because <laughs> that's think a, Tobago. That's an awfully, awfully good scenario. But you know, it's, it's, it's a unique experience at Le, at the food hub, and here with Tadco and its products. 
Mr. Salazar, thank you so much for spending today with us. I mean, we could carry on this conversation for another three hours if we had. It's been very enlightening. Mm -hmm. And I think our viewers would have a much greater appreciation for some of these developments that are having in Tobago. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Salazar, thank you again for being a part of this program. We've come to the end of it. That's all the time we're allotted. Trinidad Tobago, thank, thank you for tuning in to Freedom 106.5. Yep, thank you. Freedom 106.5 FM, this has been Agribusiness Innovation with Govind Uta, Jody White, and our very special guest, Mr. Dionisio Salazar of Tadco. Thank you so much, Jody and Mr. Salazar. And of course, resonating a lot with our listeners, a number of messages coming in stating that our listeners are quite excited to head on over to Tobago to take advantage of all of these innovative products and uh, the experiences there. So that's a wrap on Agribusiness Innovation for today. Talk, talk, talk. Is streaming at freedom106.5.com.